first time that I ever was introduced to sharks, I was working as a dive master on the D&D. Doc started using that boat for his shark trips. After a couple trips of helping him out and asking if I could get in the water, he finally said, okay, okay, if you'd like to try and see what it looks like down there, you can get in the water. So the next time he came out on the trip, he asked me, he said, hey, I, would you like to try to use the chainmail suit? And of course, I mean, the answer is yes. Putting on the chainmail suit for the first time was a little intimidating. I, I did have an assistant helping me, which was really necessary. Once you're in, you're in. There's, there's no ditching it, which went through my head a few times because uh, the suit weighs about 20 pounds, which is about what I wear normally in lead weight. So there was no, there was no ditching options. But, but physically putting on the suit was very surreal. I don't remember being scared. I just remember being completely fascinated by the animals. When I first started sharking with Doc, I remember him giving me a lecture about mako sharks and about how much respect we need to have for, for mako sharks and how they hunt. They, they, they come in from behind you and they know which direction you're looking and, and they always try to, to be sneaky. And so that was probably what I was most nervous about. I've learned so much about sharks. Being able to be in the water with them, observe their behavior. There's so much misconception about the way these animals exist. These, these sharks are incredibly intelligent. They have the ability to learn. They have the ability to remember year after year. They have the ability to recognize patterns, to understand a situation. shark photo identification that we've been working on on the, on the boat. Uh, photographers have donated pictures of white sharks and we've been able to put them together and identify the individuals. Um, it's interesting we've been able to see them year after year as they come to the island. We take the shark and we get the pictures of the left side, the pictures of the right side, and uh, the individual markings that ha they have. Um, it acts, acts very much like a fingerprint along its body. Oh, it's so easy to get attached to these guys. When Scar, my favorite shark, got hooked by that, uh, that fishing boat last year, it, it just about devastated me. It affected me more than I would imagine it. And just, just the thought of, of that guy being hauled up on a boat and his head cut off just for his jaws, it just it made me sick to my stomach. I couldn't sleep. And so it's very easy to get attached to these animals. They, they just seem... They're, they're more than just a fish, there's, there's a lot of personality there. The, the, the biggest problem isn't, isn't here though. Here in, in the United States, sharks, they're not fished heavily. They're, they are fished for market, like mako sharks and, and thresher sharks. The biggest problem for these sharks is, is overseas, um, in unprotected waters, where they, they fin them. I mean, they put long lines out, miles of long lines, and they they haul in the sharks, the, the shark's still alive. They cut the fins off and, and they throw the carcass, not even a carcass, it's still alive. They throw it back in the water and the, the poor creature has to drown. All for, for a, a pound and a half of shark fin. A couple years ago, I, I was introduced to Michael Bowmeyer, who's the president of PEER, the Flager Institute. 
and they are very interested in these animals also. They've been able to use the satellite tracking tags and they've tracked several animals from, from year to year. For me, in the future, I'd, I'd love to continue working with these sharks. And, and I know for the next few years I'll be out on the boat, I'll be, I'll be um, continuing the ID project. I really want to make sure that, that that lives when I someday step out of the business. It, uh, it's growing very rapidly right now. We have at least 50 individuals and, and, the, and Peer, the nonprofit that I work with, They've been able to tag several of these animals that are in the book, and, and so there's full circles in the book where we, we tagged it, we understood where it goes, and then it came back again, and we tagged it again, and we understood where it went. And so it's, right now, it's, it's, a, it's a very fascinating time to be involved with these animals.